Jane is in Knoxville. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Oh, need so much up. I need one of them swords to slay a huge dragon. I may be your toughest case you've ever had. <laughs> anyway, my husband is around, he's fixing to be 65. I'm around 59. And we have 10 kids. I'm homeschooling my last one. She's 15. Anyway, long story short, um, I had to go to work. He got really sick, and so he can't work like he used to. So I'm now working. I started working this past year. And we are definitely need help. Um, we have um, quite a bit of debt, and I don't know where to start. So I have a car that we made a huge mistake and got a new vehicle, and uh, we owe about fifty-four, maybe 53000 on it, which is, I know, crazy. But we didn't really have a good vehicle for me to go to work in, so I, we did something stupid. So long story short, uh, how do we – that was my first question. Do we sell that to yes. try to get out of this debt? But I finally realized that we're old enough. We need to – wish we had these things in plan. But I've been a homeschool mom all my life, so yeah. this is all new to me. Yes. He's kind of what's, done the, what's, the, what's the car potential. worth? Um, probably 42, yeah. 43. What's your household income? Together now, we make almost about 85, maybe yeah. 80 to 85. Yes, you need to sell it. Okay. So yes, how do you do yes, that you shouldn't have bought a... it. Yes, you shouldn't have. Who's I got know. the loan? A Hyundai. Okay. How bad's your credit? It's good. I have good credit because... Yeah. But well, run over at the credit union or your local bank and get an unsecured loan for 15000 buy a $3,000 car, and cover the 12000 hole you're in and sell it. Okay, could you say that again? Okay. Go get you got to borrow the amount that the you're bank. in the hole Okay. in order to sell it, plus $3,000 to get a car. Okay. Because you got no car, right? No, he has his truck for the farm, but yeah. we don't have a car. Right, get you a little $3,000 car to get around, and you okay. don't you don't need $43,000 car to go to work. Okay, so is that the first thing to do? We have a tractor payment of forty and um, a small forty thousand dollars on a tractor. Yes, we have a five hundred acre farm that he's trying to still take care of. Like I said, he got COVID really bad, he got really sick, almost died. So it changed our lives two years ago. Um, you live on the farm. Yeah. We do live on the farm. That's a long story, but we can't sell it because it, we found out it's in a trust that his parents had put in. So we, we take care of it. We have no money to take care of it but what we make, and so we can't sell it. So uh, Sell the tractor and lease the land. Okay. Let somebody else farm it. Your husband's okay. sick, and you can't afford the tractor, and you're not making any money anyway. Sell the tractor, lease the land. That sounds great. Let somebody get another farmer to lease it. What's your husband been growing on it? Um, we have corn. Um, I'm trying to think what all he does. Uh, corn, soybeans. Um, they've, they've done a lot of different stuff, too. Yeah. I'm not even sure. I mean, if it's pretty standard deal is other, another farmer in the area farms it, and you get a percentage of the crop as your lease payment. Okay. That's a pretty standard arrangement i assume that can go to you i don't know you you don't own it i know it's a terrible situation i don't know if it goes to the trust or not no it doesn't i mean if you make money on the farm you don't have to give it to the trust right no we don't because we have to pay the taxes and all the stuff for it uh it's just in it's just in a trust i mean all the land's tied up in a trust who is the parent 
I'm sorry. What did you say? That's okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm aghast. Um, yes, so am I. This is we not a blessing. So this is his family farm. Mm-hmm. His grandpa had it. Yes. His grandpa's grandpa had it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they don't in, they they put it into a trust so that it doesn't get sold. That's exactly. And then we didn't realize that we actually paid money for the house when we moved here, but we did not know until after they passed away that they actually put the house in with the trust. So we don't even own the house. Okay. Wow. And so I assume upon your death that the trust goes to your kids. Yes. They're cursed with this as well. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Exactly right. I guess there's no way to do anything about it. I don't know. I don't either, but I'm going to see an attorney uh, and try to figure out because I don't. My obligation to a toxic situation is pretty low. Um, I mean, what happens to this beautiful plan if you all just move off? I don't really know. Quit paying the taxes. That's that's my question. Yeah, the trust will get trust will lose it if you don't pay the taxes because you're getting no benefit from this thing at all. No, we're not. And there's no penalty on them. Actually, sucked us dry. That's why we are where we are. Who is the trustee? My husband is. The trustee, the trust. You need to go see an attorney. Okay. Do you recommend one that might? Uh, no, I go to an estate planning attorney there in Knoxville. Find, ask around, find out who does good estate planning work, because this probably needs to be busted up. I hate to sell family land like this, but it has become a curse rather than a blessing. That's right. And I yeah. love land, and I love family tradition and legacy. And I'm about as the older I get, the more emotional I get about that kind of stuff. But this has not been a blessing to you, and it's not going to be a blessing to your kids. That's right. Because it's poorly structured. And so y'all need to figure out what the flip. So go, yeah, spend a little money on an attorney. Let's get out of the car and get out of the car deal and get out of the tractor deal. What other debt is there? Uh, We have a personal loan for about 30 that we just had to live on since he got sick. And that's really it. Because you have so many payments, you can't breathe. Yeah, that's right. And nothing really. And nothing coming (laughs) in. Well, once you get out of that car and tractor, you'll be able to throw something at that personal loan and knock that out. Yeah. And then that'll be it. Right. Yeah, just tear that down and tear down whatever hole you're in on the car, and you may be in a hole on the tractor as well. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe you can get a farmer to take that tractor and buy it as a part of leasing the deal That's if good. you want to. Investigate that, but also investigate uh, busting up the trust, which, by the way, will solve the whole problem because now you're in control of the asset. You can sell off you know, 50 acres of this, and all of a sudden you've got some money, and you're debt-free. So, um, and keep a 450 of it. I mean, you'd be just fine. So, Dave, you get in a, you, somebody passes away and you're part of a trust or you're part of their will. You can't, you can't just simply decline and say, I don't want it. Well, you can fail to perform the things they're asking to perform. The weird thing here is that he's the trustee. The trustee's who has the control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so depending on, I'm not an attorney, but depending on how the trust is written, the trustee is supposed to execute the terms of the trust. But also, the tr- if somebody's going to break it up, it's going to be the trustee, and her husband's the trustee. Yeah. So if it was some third-party attorney or his uncle or somebody was the trustee, then he, you know, you might not be able to get anywhere with it. But when you're the trustee of your own trust, I mean, that's yeah. weird. It's weird. That but is it weird. Can, yeah. So um, somebody was trying to do something good and honorable and nice and keep them, keep yeah. it in the family. But uh, instead, they handcuffed the family yeah. and um, have left them in a toxic situation. So that's what you've got to be careful of, of these things that go in perpetuation. 
mm-hmm. you know, a, a small example of that that's not nearly as uh, emotional is, you know, we just went through the um, if Dave dies this year meeting mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my family and with the leaders. I have to do this Monty Python meeting every year. I'm feeling much better. It's just a flesh wound. And um, we just talk about what happens this year if Dave dies. So one of the things that one of the tenants is it's written down and that we go over in that meeting every year is that uh, nothing that we do at Ramsey Solutions is to be kept alive because it was Dave's dream. Okay, that's good. You're set free from sacred cows. That's good. You should put a bullet in all sacred cows and eat them. Turn them into hamburger. <laughs> Although you would not eat them. I was going to say, do we have to eat them, Dave? Can we just... I want to eat them, but you, I'll be dead and you're a vegan, so I'll, we're screwed, I'll turn right? it into a leather jacket. Yeah. How about that? There we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> Get some use out of that burger, out of that beefalo. But anyway, yeah, the, the, the sacred tech cows. And that's, that's what these things become, especially yeah. generationally like this. Yeah. Where you're like four generations down and what... You can't have the foresight to know what what's going to happen. Four I, I generations wanted to turn my now. I turned the kids loose and the Ramsey team loose from doing something that I thought was good thirty years ago or twenty mm-hmm. years ago. Kill it, move on. I want them to turn loose emotionally and legally. Yeah, you, you go to the next thing. Go go to what God has given you to do. That's good.